What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Monday, March 30th. Here's what you missed while you were staring at your four walls wondering how we're going to make it another four weeks with this family, but doing you. Well, it looks like we're finally getting serious about the vid. Not exactly sure what data was shared with the Prez this weekend, but he changed course on his Easter break plans and has now changed the White House guidance for social distancing to continue through the end of April. Now, this is where most of the medical and scientific community had been estimated for some time now, so I was expecting it, but it's still a bit harsh to hear out loud, especially as he says he expects things to return to normalcy also around June 1st. Does this mean my Memorial Day party might still be on? That'd be a pretty kick-ass weekend to get back into things. Moving along, the FDA has given emergency approval of hydroxychloroquine to be used in the treatment of the vid. You've probably heard of this drug previously. This is the anti-malaria drug considered by some to be effective at helping combat the disease in hospitalized teens and adult patients. The FDA also gave emergency approval to a five-minute Rona test. It can be run right in the emergency room versus waiting days to return from a lab, so that's definitely a plus. EasyJet became the first commercial airliner to ground all flights for the foreseeable future. It had previously been helping with rescue flights for stranded British citizens. They're one of those low-discount airlines in Europe. And for some reason, people were still somehow aboard a freaking cruise ship that, well, took off on March 7th and hasn't been allowed to dock in any country since. Man, over 180 of them are complaining of flu-like symptoms. Four people have already passed away on the ship. They're on their way to Florida. The USNS Comfort arrived today in New York City with over 1,000 hospital beds on board. Keep in mind, though, these ships, the Comfort in New York City and the Mercy in L.A., are for non-COVID patients to help relieve hospitals so that they can make room for those with the Rones. They do say, though, that the toughest days are still ahead for NYC. Now, deregulation needs to happen sometimes in order to kickstart economic activity. Take off some of the rules, you run the risks, but you get the engine running. Now, we see this in some of the regulations that were lifted on building things like the ventilators, as well as regulations on building codes when changing the tooling machines to build masks instead of underwear. But there have been some other deregulation that's made its way into the economic stimulus bill. So to start, smaller banks want a reduction in the amount of capital that they're forced to hold in reserve to make sure that they stay solvent in the event of a downturn. The FDIC will also be able to insure not just bank accounts, but bank debts too. It essentially provides them unlimited deposit insurance. The Federal Reserve has tapped BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, to advise it on the purchase of billions of dollars in commercial mortgage-backed securities and investment-grade corporate bonds in what, quote, promises to be a lucrative venture for the firm. And Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin likely will turn to a Wall Street bank for help distributing roughly half trillion dollars in corporate rescue funds. Colleague Heather Long points out, Here's the part of the final bill that could make Goldman Sachs or another Wall Street firm a lot of dollars. Secretary Mnuchin can pick the firm to help with corporate loans, and Mnuchin has up to $100 million for quote-unquote admin costs. This pulled from a Washington Post article. Great, I'm feeling better already. What's that saying? Never let a good crisis go to waste. 
So Microsoft was supposed to have an in-person event that's now a virtual event. And today they rebranded what used to be known as Office 365 into Microsoft 365. I'm going to just quote heavily here from this Verge article so you get the deets. So Microsoft is unveiling its new Microsoft 365 personal and family subscriptions today, which are designed to replace and enhance existing Office 365 consumer plans. Much like the Office 365 personal and home subscriptions that exist today, these new plans will be available on April 21st, priced at $7 per month for personal, that's one person, and $10 a month for a family, up to six people. Both options will include access to Office, including two new features that will roll out in preview, a new Microsoft Family Safety app, and new features in Microsoft Teams for consumers. The new Microsoft Family Safety app is designed to allow families to share their location and manage screen time across multiple devices. Similar to Apple's Find My app, Microsoft Family Sharing can generate notifications when a family member leaves home, work, or school and enables location sharing. Microsoft has even built a driving report feature into the app that allows parents to keep an eye on first-time drivers in a household. While Skype is Microsoft's primary communications app for consumers, it's clear that the company is now focusing more on Microsoft Teams for both work and home. Microsoft is previewing new home features for Microsoft Teams that are now part of Microsoft 365 subscriptions. They're designed to let friends and family connect in group chat or through video calls. Wonder why they're pushing that now and share to do lists, photos and other content all in one location. Anyone with a subscription will soon be able to access the existing editor feature of Word, which is more of an advanced proofing service than the regular grammar and spell check features. PowerPoint is also getting some exclusive features for Microsoft 365 consumers. The existing presenter coach feature, which helps people practice a slide deck and avoid stuttering and swearing, is getting monotone pitch and speech refinement. Ultimately, it's designed to make your presentation feel less boring. Excel is also getting new data types to support things like food places, movies, and even different types of Pokemon. Outlook is getting some love too with the ability to link your work and personal calendars on the web. Microsoft is also availing a new password monitor feature that's not password manager but password monitor feature for its Edge browser that lets you know if any of your passwords have been compromised. End quote. So if you're one of the seven people that listen to this show and are heavy Microsoft users, now you know I appreciate you too. Okay, the U.S. Space Force, which is just getting started, is already making some news, announcing that they've officially launched and are operating the Space Fence radar system. That's the real name, Space Fence. It's basically a system that's used to track objects in orbit. Of course, this is already done in the existing space surveillance network that tracks over 26,000 orbital objects. But this new tech developed by Lockheed Martin for the Space Force, I still can't get used to saying that, can get much more detail. Tracking objects is roughly as small as a marble in low Earth orbit. So it seems pretty likely that eventually they should be able to track just about every active and passive potential observation, communication, and potentially militarized in space assets operated by just anyone end quote yay for the usa go space force i can't decide the force is with us no 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 not saying that ever again 
Okay, I got to end today's show with some good stories. And I found a treasure trove this morning. There's a great Twitter thread from former Obama healthcare head Andy Slavitt. See, he's been documenting daily with updates and his take on what's going on with the virus. But this weekend, though, he decided to turn it into feel-good time. So instead of talking numbers and data, he highlighted some great stories from around the country. Humanity at its best. There's a story of a woman who stepped up and paid for the groceries of the young man in front of her whose card was declined. He was on the phone frantically trying to figure out how to get dollars to pay. We all have times like this, she said. People can really be amazing. Or... The high school student that started a campaign with her local restaurants called A Meal Today, A Meal Tomorrow. And it works like this. You buy a gift card at one of the restaurants and then they match and donate a second gift card to the local school that's managing school families in need. Or how about the $100,000 raised by Frederick Joseph to help out those that are just a few hundred dollars short on rent? They're handing out $10,000 a week to help out with this. Or the seven-year-old that went from hotel to hotel and collected over 6000 masks to donate to a local hospital. There are so many good stories on this thread. Do yourself a favor today and click that link in the show notes. You'll feel much better. Trust. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. Hey, did you know that it's been 30 years since the Ninja Turtles movie came out? I'm not going to lie. I was definitely a huge turtle fanatic. Uh, probably saw that movie at least three times in theaters and definitely had all the swag. Even the movie soundtrack, T-U-R-T-L-E, power. Oh, man. The good days when I wasn't trapped in the house. Oh, wait. I was 10. I was definitely trapped in the house. Oh, well, we come full circle. Well, as always, remember to stay focused, proud, and dedicated, and do something selfless today. Listen, I got you with the news.